Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. This is Samantha here, bringing you the Real Talk with Sam podcast series, where I aspire to inspire and encourage you on your journey to becoming the best version of you that there is. So I want to talk to you a little bit this morning, just for a few minutes, on how to deal with family when God has called you. Now, pretty much every child of God that knows that they're called, or maybe even has a hint of a feeling that they may be called by God, knows that they may have a bigger purpose for themselves um, than they can see right now at this very moment, has gone through some opposition with family. All right. Or maybe you may be in a position where you follow God and you believe in him, but you ain't really all up for following your purpose right now. And that's understandable. We're all in different stages in life. But yet and still, you still go through it with your family because maybe you had humble beginnings. Maybe you didn't grow up, grow up in the best neighborhood. Maybe your parents weren't all that parent ish, very guidance type of parents. And you simply want a better life. Whichever you find yourself in, I can guarantee you one thing. You're definitely not the only one going through it. You're not alone. Now, from my personal experience, um, family members are worse, more worse than church folk. <laughs> I hate to say it. As a preacher, I really hate to say it, but it's true. It's the truth. They can be the most hypocritical, backstabbing, trifling individuals you had no say in being related to and if you're a child of god you still gotta love him anyway why oh why and how do you ask that's why you gotta stay talking to god for him to download in you the manual of how to love someone when they are wrong and say the worst things about you to your face and behind your back you really have to stay close to god to really take it day by day on how to love them how to go about loving them and how to deal with them. Now, as always, I share a little bit more about me with all the listeners that are tuning into each episode to give you a real life example of whatever topic I'm doing. So in this case, this is the one. Now, this is more of a general, just tidbit about me. Both sides of my family, you know, excluding my immediate family, Uh, my parents and my brother, I've gotten rejection and doubts from. To say that I never fit in to either side of the family is kind of an understatement. And for a whole lot of reasons, they never thought I would succeed. They never thought I would be here today where I am, like in the position that I am, in a leadership position, college graduate, doing my own business, you know, about to get my master's degree, a preacher, they never thought I'd be any of those things. Now, some of those reasons I had nothing to do with, and the rest is simply because they saw God in me and didn't understand what they were looking at. Now, some of you may have heard light shines on darkness and darkness comprehends it not. Well, that's exactly what was going on here. And it still goes on, unfortunately, to this day. Um, That's what went on when I was growing up. And in my case, they tried to throw shade on this light every chance they got, every chance that they were in my presence. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. For most of my childhood, you know, it worked. I had a very low self-confidence level. Didn't want to accept who I was. Desperate to fit in. I was quiet, introvert, mostly nerdy type. 
and I didn't love me. It's kind of difficult to stand up for who you are when you didn't even want to acknowledge it for yourself. And all you knew how to do when they would talk about you is get upset, get mad, and hold a grudge against them. I mean, it wasn't until God got a hold of me in my college days. I mean, I'm still in college, but I mean like a little bit earlier, like a few years ago. Um, and gave me a big fat mirror to look into. And he really just revealed to me how beautiful and amazing he created me to be. And when I got a hint of who I was and let go of the old Sam, I had the courage to fight for who I truly was on the inside. You know, and that goes into my first point. In order to deal with family when they don't believe in you or your calling, you gotta be sure about yourself. You gotta be sure of who you are and you gotta be sure about yourself. Now, believe it or not, people can see when a person is unsure or hesitant. You know, if you know anything about fighting, you gotta be confident in the punches that you throw. And you know you gotta be confident to know that you can defeat your opponent. It's the same thing with your family or as I like to call family naysayers, when they start throwing shade at you as, a throws to, as opposed to uh, physical punches. Now, when you're confident in who God made you, you won't have any trouble putting them in their place, trust me. Like when you really, really know like, okay, no, this is what God made me, this is who I am, blah, blah, blah. You won't have a problem putting them in, your, in their place, trust me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> now point number two, if you live with these naysayers, Say what you have to say respectfully. Put them in their place respectfully. Now, with some of us that tend to pop off at the mouth, me being one of them, <laughs> this may take us a minute, but that's okay because God's not looking for you to be perfect. We, what he is looking for is your commitment to progress in him. That's what he's looking for. Now, let's say in this case, the naysayers are your parents. And I happen to know quite a few people who fall into this category. Now, the Bible says to still respect them and honor them. So it gets kind of tricky here when they tell you things like, oh, you're nothing. Oh, God didn't tell you that. How do you know that? Blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and it's a quite extensive list of what they can say about you. But if you stand up for yourself in a respectful way, God will reward you for following his word, number one and for honoring who he made you to be, number two. And this is just my personal little two cents in, get out of their house as soon as you possibly can. Even if you gotta work three or four jobs, get out, okay? Which goes into my last point, change your surroundings. Fulfilling God's purpose for yourself requires a circle change, I like to call it. Because if you're surrounded by people who doubt your purpose, more than likely you're not going to fulfill it because you're eventually going to believe what you're hearing constantly every single day around you. And that's the device of the enemy. That's what he desires to pull us down. And he doesn't care who he uses or what he uses to do so. So we have to be mindful of that and be careful about who we surround ourselves with. Like we have to double check, triple check, quadruple check who, are, who we're around. Because if they're not helping you towards getting to the next level, towards getting to your purpose, they're not adding value to you they're making a withdrawal so you have to really be careful about that all right and another thing that people will do who doubt your purpose is um they will try to stir you in a different direction 
And when they try to do that and you feel deep down that it's not right, start cutting them off one by one. If you can find two or three strong, sturdy, and solid people that can and will hold you accountable and stand in the gap for you and pray for you and intercede for you when you can't fight by yourself, that's all you need. And here's a bonus. When you do get in community, when you do get teamed up with a couple of people that you know will say, hey, look, you need to do better. Hey, look, no, God didn't tell you that. That's not what the scripture says. And we need to pray about so-and-so together to figure this thing out because I don't know what the answer is. Y'all all get blessed out of that. You all get blessed for teaming up. You get you all get blessed for really standing firm in God and being unified in God. There's strength in unity, not in isolation. So yes, in all honesty, dealing with naysayers in your family is difficult. But like everything else that comes to oppose you, God will always fight your battles through you. And he don't even need you to fight your battles. <laughs> like He'll fight them anyway as long as you let him, as long as you give him permission to do so. Because if you just say, oh God, I don't want you to fight this or I don't think you can win this battle, he ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> He's just going to be like, mm, okay. You're his child. You're his precious gem. He's got you no matter where you are. You've never left his sight. All right, so I hope you guys have found these three tips useful to overcome family naysayers. And hopefully one of these tips, have you have found one of these tips that will help keep you from choking some of them. Because I know there's always that one. There's always that one, but... <laughs> but anyway, this has been the Real Talk with Sam podcast series. Tune in next Monday for next week's episode. God bless you all and have a great and fantastic week. And again, use these tips to deal with the naysayers, whether it's family or naysayers outside of your family. They apply to both. More so to family, but they apply to both. All right. Talk to you guys next week.